And a good morning to Deb Hutton on uh, News Talk 1010. Deb, how are you doing this morning? I'm great, John. How are you? We've got you busy talking this week between uh, the afternoon show, The Rush, and uh, and the morning brief. It's fantastic to get you at both ends of the day. I warn you, it's one of those Fridays, you know, there's a reason why there's a reason why you're sitting where you are this afternoon, where I'm sitting, where I am this morning, which is that the host can afford to take uh, this week as a bit of an extra vacation because uh, things are generally quieter. I, I see it. I live downtown. You live a bit further north, but, uh, you know, you can see it in the subway, you can see it in the underground, you can see it on the streets that uh, it's quieter and that means people are not up to uh, no good making news for us to talk about. No, it's true and kids not back to school till Monday. So as a mom with kids in in, uh, both elementary and secondary school, that's my barometer of when people are back at work and I know that's not real life for most people but that's how we function here. No, I and because of the flexibility that broadcasting gives you and because of that quietness in the rest of the business community, I took two of my granddaughters to the uh, Science Centre, the much-discussed Science Center, I must say, uh, and they had a good time, and I had a good time sort of more looking around in a way because I was kind of looking, you know, with all the discussion. I hadn't been there for a few years, and there's no question in my mind that notwithstanding we should find ways to make sure that community, you know, still has a sense of belonging and so forth because the Science Center has been a bit of an anchor. The place looks like it needs to be, you know, rethought and renewed, just like everything else. It's great. It's still interesting. It's, uh, you know, but it's it's one of those things that probably still needs to be, uh, you know, renewed. And I think that will be achieved by its moving to the uh, Ontario place, as seems to be the case. A hundred percent. It's very tired. And and people talk about its location and how great it is. And, and I don't live that far, all things considered, in the city, John, from the Science Centre. But it's not convenient. And the subways aren't open yet. And I just, I think that there's so much hue and cry for something that ultimately we're going to be much happier about uh, down at the Science, at the um, old Ontario place. That's right. So uh, we'll see that'll all unfold over time. And those subways will get built. They are getting built, which is a, a miracle in and of itself. So uh, a report that's out this morning that's been much uh, time in the making, in fact, going back to the time when I was mayor, and it's uh, one of those things that governments do, as you well know, which is to review uh, laws and, and take a look at them and say, are they as good and effective and, and uh, timely today as they were when they were put in place? And that applies here to noise. And I will say, uh, when I was mayor, this was something you heard a lot about. And you heard about, the, in particular, the two uh, or three most frequently the most frequent subjects of complaint uh, in in order, I think, amplified sound, construction noise, and uh, vehicle noise. Um, and this report, um, it, you know, to, to put a, a note on on it, like uh, you and I have exchanged, it, it tinkers, it proposes tinkering with the bylaw, and that's all. I think they probably should have done more, but there's a line you have to draw between carrying on with business, people getting around, um, you know, people listening to music in a restaurant in the summer, uh, and, uh, and, and, and people having their lives interfered with in terms of quality of life. Uh, do, do you have the sense they've done enough here, recommended enough? Well, I mean, first of all, as you said, it's always good to review things. Uh, I do worry sometimes that that review uh, leads to more regulation and, and more confusion sometimes instead of less. The purpose of a review for me is, are there things that we should sunset? In other words, are there things we could get rid of? And that never seems to happen in government, but that's True. a standard complaint on my part. Here's my issue generally with the noise stuff. One of the women who is talking about this is disappointed that we haven't gone further for example, as a city, to get rid of deliveries and garbage at nighttime. Because she's disturbed. She lives at Lawrence and Avenue, not that far from me, that a local restaurant is getting their garbage picked up every night in the middle of the night and it disturbs her sleep. I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I'm so glad they didn't go that far. I mean, we should be looking at more deliveries 
in at least the old city of Toronto, if not the whole city, because our traffic is such a problem, as you well know, John, that's the time when we should have the big bins being picked up. And if you don't like that, then don't live near busy intersections. The reason I live where I do at Young and Lawrence largely is for the schools, which are noisy and big, and for the convenience of being able to take my kids for a walk in the evening and grab an ice cream or go for dinner or grab groceries without having to drive. And if you don't want that convenience, that's fine because with the convenience comes the noise. So I say far more garbage delivery in the middle of the night, far more deliveries in the middle of the night, not less. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd go to far more, but I would say you're you're certainly right. We can't afford to curtail that. We just can't afford to do it. I mean, and it extends to public services too, uh, you know, that have to be done. Things have to be done in the nighttime because that's when there aren't cars on the road and that's uh, when you're not interfering with the traffic and there are only 24 hours in a day. So I think you're right. And, you know, I think you're absolutely a hundred percent right on saying when you live in a big city anywhere in a big city it doesn't matter if it's you know in any particular area where things are being done or not done overnight there is a trade-off to that uh, and you know I, I've said before without being cavalier or cynical about it that you know if if people want too much in terms of uh, uh, cutting down on noise then they should go and live in Algonquin Park or you know somewhere way up north because it's much yeah. quieter there you certainly notice that it's um, funny I am um, I we lived just about six seven blocks from where we live now so same neighborhood and we were at a little street party a few years ago, and one of the women was complaining about the fact that, quote, someone was taking out their big bins at 5.30 in the morning every Thursday morning. Well, that someone was me, because I didn't like <laughs> to take well, my bins out. Well, that's when you're out, too. The fact that it's they're not up, up, it's when you're up. I, I don't like to have the bins out at night. It was before we right. had the good raccoon proof, you know, green bins and didn't want to go out every morning and have to clean up a mess. So I got up and the first thing I did was hauled my bins out. But she was complaining about that and said, we have to do something about it. And that's the kind of craziness that I worry about whenever government starts to get involved in these things. But hopefully they're striking the right balance. I don't know if this is part of that craziness, but I put this on the list this morning to discuss with you because it's in the news, but also because I knew you'd have something to say about it, which is that, you know, there are various efforts being made, notwithstanding a mandate was received on a very openly discussed uh, proposal in the last election uh, to um, stop Highway 413, which is the highway that's going to be built quite a bit north of Toronto, going kind of uh, east-west. Um, and now they're saying that there's some species, including the tiny western chorus frog, which probably none of us had even much heard of before, that could actually stop uh, this highway from being built. Your comments? Oh, you know my comments on this, John. I mean, I have so much... I take so much issue with this, first and foremost, with the fact that the federal government seems to think that we need a second environmental assessment, sticking their fingers for political reasons into what is clearly uh, provincial jurisdiction. So that, first and foremost, is my problem with this. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that we have more than one level of government involved in this, and they should get their noses out of it. They've been told to get out of other projects. Hopefully that will happen uh, on this one. But that's where we've got the biggest problem. I've never heard of the chorus frog. It's the Western chorus frog, for goodness sake. I think it's about the size of your thumb or your finger. Like it's, it's, it's small. Just move the thing. It likes little ponds of water. There are ways to actually protect species. I didn't realize it was our national or a provincial frog. Like it's just ridiculous, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't right? hear no, that until you just mentioned it. Well, anyway. No, it's not. I mean, oh, I'm making okay. a joke here. It's yeah. like, it's, it's a frog we've never heard of. Right. Let's just find a way to accommodate it and save the species. But this notion 
that a little frog or, quite frankly, the federal government is going to stop a provincial government from building a highway that, whether you agree with it or not, is actually a, a mandate the government was given. I believe in the highway. I think we need more highways, not less. Let's just get on with it. Yeah, speaking of cars, uh, there's something else out this morning that kind of follows along in part the discussion we had yesterday about um, automated speed enforcement, but it just says, not surprisingly, Canadians are deeply alarmed. And this is something where when you live in a neighborhood, you probably do have the right to be concerned about something that I'll call more discretionary, namely how much and in what way people use residential streets to get around. And people are deeply alarmed, according to this study done by CAA, uh, about speeding in residential neighborhoods. And that's partly a byproduct of that traffic congestion you referred to. I think it's 100% uh, that. I, uh, I I volunteer most mornings at my youngest daughter's school uh, for our drop-off program so that parents don't have to park and don't, you know, make congestion on the street because the school is literally, I don't know how many meters from a subway station at Young and Lawrence. And I see cars get so frustrated heading south on Young Street that they, you know, make a real jerk right turn onto our little street where the school is and then speed. And it is so dangerous and so awful. And you're right. It all comes from congestion on our main arteries. So it's there has to be a better traffic program in the city. Uh, we have to find ways to prevent right turns and left turns at appropriate times. I know it's frustrating, but it is about safety. And and I'm not always convinced that those speed bumps are are a way to solve that problem on small streets. I think it it isn't necessarily the safest. I think we really should look at more one-way streets, more restrictions on when vehicles can be on some of these smaller streets, and continue to improve through cracking down, as you did as mayor, on deliveries and vehicles during the day, during rush hour, so that people aren't as frustrated and sort of taking out their frustration on little streets where, where it is very, very dangerous. Deb Hutton, thank you as always. I noticed you didn't mention photo radar on that list. <laughs> for another day, I heard you talking about that yesterday afternoon. And we'll listen for you again this afternoon on The Rush from 2 until 6. And uh, I hope you have a great weekend and we'll talk again soon. You too, John. Deb Hutton, former senior advisor to two premiers and now a communications advisor and always uh, full value on uh, the morning brief and other times here on News Talk 1010.